Hello. Hey, Jen, I got you. <gasps> Yay. Oh, my God, we got it. Yay, and I'm going to invite Johnny, and then the whole gang will be here. I think oh, my good. goodness. I don't I know what we'll here. do with ourselves. I know. This is crazy. I'm so <laughs> glad. This is this is how professional my recording is. For all the podcasts you've guessed on, <laughs> you know that mine is probably the most lame from practically <laughs> ever. I've, and there's Johnny. Okay, Johnny, you there? Hey there. Johnny. Hi, Johnny. Johnny. Jen, you and Johnny know each other, he says, I think. Probably. Talk to Talk to each other. This is, this, is you together. this is the best posting ever. This is how we do it. Talk at each other. Talk, um, speak. Talk at, use that interweb thing, yeah. <laughs> but, you know, Johnny, Johnny, uh, you probably know each other or heard of each other through some of the aquascaping contests, I'm sure, right? Johnny, you were an iron aquascaper. What year was it? Oh, that was a, a, like a century and a half ago, I believe. <laughs> and a half. Like one of the ones at the AGA contest, you mean? Yeah, two thousand eight. Yeah. That was oh, a, wow. a yeah. that was a long time ago. Was that was that um, St. Louis? Nah, uh, that um that was uh uh no. Let me think about this now. Uh, I should I should know it right off the top. Atlanta. Okay. Well, I know I wasn't there. So. <laughs> <laughs> that, would, that would explain the whole thing right there. Yeah. Okay. No. <laughs> I think it's it's the same same circles. Um, oh yeah, for sure. You know, sort of community in, in general, planted yeah. things up. Um, you know, you, you see someone's face a hundred thousand times uh, yes. online. Like, oh, I, I know them. Um, you know, that's right. exactly. totally true. And you know what? Let me let me actually start because, of course, what we do, guys, everybody that's listening, guys and gals, you know that like we're so lame at at this introduction thing that I didn't even do an introduction. I was just happy to get Jen on the, <laughs> the damn bit podcast. So, everybody, welcome to the tin. I'm your host, Scott Feldman. It's time for another foray into the world of aquariums from our own weird perspective. You've got me. You've got Johnny Ciotti, Tannen's creative director. And you've got the one and only Jen Williams, the original aquascaping girl. Do they call you aquascape girl? What do they call you guys? Uh, aqua girls. Aqua yeah. girls. Aquascape yeah. girls. Okay. See, I ruined it already. So, <laughs> like, first of all, everybody knows Johnny and I already. So they, our, our crowd probably knows you very well, but you've never been on the show. So just tiny background on yourself, just without, without going too crazy, because I know you don't want to do that. Yeah. Is this payback for the Guapa meeting? This is super payback. <laughs> <laughs> I was I spoke at her club's meeting last week. Now it's time to put her on the spot. Okay. Um gosh, my history. So I have kept aquariums since as long as I can remember. Um going way back. Uh, I didn't I kept plants, but I would not at all consider them to be planted tanks or by any stretch aquascapes. Um until gosh, probably two thousand six ish. Um, when I had firemouth cichlids, and you know, if you have two of those, you have 145 of them. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I had put a post up on Craigslist and said, you know, firemouth cichlids bring a bucket and a net. And um, this big dude shows up at my door, and I'm thinking, this is pretty dumb. You know, I'm single white female sitting here right. in my condo having these strangers in, and uh, you know, ex army guy, I mean, just really imposing. And I'm just like, come on in, come see some fish. And he's <laughs> sitting there scooping fish out. And talking all about this Amano guy and these local clubs. And I'm just like, what kind of weirdos are involved in a fish club? Yep. And um, after he left, of course, I looked it up. And that, that's the end of it. That's just where it all started. Um, and, and to be honest, I don't know how anybody can succeed in this hobby without finding a, a nice group like a, a local club or an online club to, to join. It just really makes so much of a difference in the hobby and how much you can get back out of it. Um, it's just so rewarding. 
Yeah, it does. You know, and, and if you can't find a local club, at least finding like a community or just friends via, yeah. you know, Instagram or Facebook or whatever. For sure. It's made a huge difference and it's easier than ever before. Yeah. So now, Jen, how did you start falling in love with plants versus, I mean, you're, you primarily consider yourself a planted person more than a fish person or um, sort of, what's I, your thinking there? Gosh, that's a really tough question, I guess. Can I be like fifty or like fifty five, forty five? No, no, it can't. Be. Of course. Well, John, like Johnny, Johnny comes from a planet. You're like a planted background, but you're always been a fish well, guy, Johnny. Do you consider th- this is what? This is the funniest thing. So, it, whatever circle I I find myself in. Uh, so if I go to a, like a reef club, they're like, this is the planted tank guy. If I go to a planted <laughs> club, like this is the reef guy. If, if to, you know something else, they're like, this yeah. is the black guy and i'm like well okay so i'm all <laughs> how did that happen that's great i i just i stay on the fringe um and whatever <laughs> it is and uh you know i don't ever find myself really in the center of it. so sure uh, i don't i don't have a background um it's even better <laughs> don't you though he's a man without a past you can't identify him <laughs> Yeah. So, 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 Jen. So, so you started yeah. getting into plants. Now, oh, yeah. I, you know, everybody can go to your your website. Give the URL. Shameless plug for your website. Uh, GWDAqua.com. Yep, and they can see your award winning website. Uh, your award winning winning. Well, yeah, it's definitely not award winning. Your, your website's not going to win any awards. No, sorry, but the, but the escapes did. And you, so how did you get into competitive aquascaping? Was it were you goaded into it, or was it something well, you decided to do? No, I am by nature a, an incredibly uh, competitive person nice so uh we have uh, we have a really really strong local club presence here in the dc area and we've got um you know a general aquarium club we've got a really active cichlid club we've got the guapo the planet tank club um and some other smaller groups but there's always some sort of an event or convention here at least once a year usually twice a year um, and so they started doing these aquarium beautiful contests in the lobbies of these um conventions and so that's mm-hmm. really how I started being competitive. And that was almost right off the bat when I started. And then um, the online contests, of course, are super easy to do because um, it's really – there's no traveling involved, which is super nice. Yeah. Because <laughs> traveling yeah. with an aquascape is not fun. That's kind of suck. <laughs> I don't yeah. know why I still do it. Every time I'm like, I'm never doing this ever again. And Masochist. I do it again. Yeah, <laughs> you know, so I terrible. traveled with coral for five years, and that was me. Oh, I can't. Too. So yeah, it, it, I worse. hated it more than you can it, imagine. It's so, so yeah. dumb. Why do we do this? <laughs> I, it's the hobby. It's it's the, the way it works. It's the way it works. Yeah. So I guess that's that's really the their origin story, if you will. The origin story. How I got story. started. Okay. So now, and and so here we are, twenty twenty. You are as crazy as ever with planted yeah. tanks and doing all this stuff, judging contests, doing all that kind of stuff. What do you see? And I'm going to pose this to Johnny too, because I was like talking to you guys in these historical things. What do you think has changed in what we as a hobby embrace as a cool aquascape, ver- you know, oh. now versus what we had, you know, five, 10 years ago? <laughs> <laughs> this is a setup because I know That's what you want the answer to set- be. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm not going to set you up that bad. Well, maybe. No, yeah, but I want a to little hear, bit. Really. And you can um, say whatever. I don't care. Well, you know, the, the hobby, so far as the competition, like the online contest, we'll talk about more, more specifically because this is really where you see the trend um, the most is it's really kind of gotten to a point where it's taken a turn for a really, really technical, very artistic style. Um, it's not what, God bless him, rest in peace, Mr. Romano would have wanted us to be doing, I don't think. Right. I think he would appreciate it, but it's just not true to, to the nature aquarium and, and what he started as the movement really 
for a nature aquarium. Um, I appreciate the heck out of these styles, the, the diorama styles and just the, the ability of, of the, the artists to do these. But it, for me, it's just not my cup of tea. Mm-hmm. Um, I, again, I can look at it and say that's amazing and, and appreciate the detail. But to me, it's not – the fish aren't happy in those environments. That's not where they want to be cruising around and, right. you know, spawning like and whatever else. Or something, right? Right, yeah. right, right. Yeah. So was that, did that answer your question? Sorry. Yeah, no, that's a good that, – okay. that, that, that is a good start. So, I mean, we've had this conversation. I know Johnny yes. and I have had this conversation a million times. But, Johnny, like, <laughs> do, what, what's your thinking evolution-wise? And you knew Amano, so <laughs> more interesting. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think I think we've um, we've discussed this enough times that we're my answer is is been reduced down to something fairly simple. I think explaining what I'm about to say is is more complicated than my answer. <laughs> awesome. Um, yeah, and you know, and, and I'm usually not one that's uh, afraid to go against the grain. So, uh, <laughs> what do we do? I I can't stand where it's gone. Yeah. Um, uh, I, I used to go, Oh, I can appreciate it. I, I don't even appreciate it. Um, <laughs> uh, not, not into the diorama style. Yeah. I see underwater train sets. Um, you know, I would do a hockey <laughs> or, um, you know, miniatures and, and that's what I would do, but that's I think funny. it's kitsch and, um, and trite and, uh, and goofy. And so, yeah, it's just, it's not my cup of tea. Um, it's not my cup of anything. But uh, yeah, I I don't know. Uh, I would have a very tough time as a judge. Yeah, that judging. was hard. <laughs> yeah, how was that transition, Jen? Like from going from uh, aquarist and, and, and dedicated aquascaper to to competition judge and aquarist and dedicated aquascaper? What does that do to your mind? You're like, oh crap. It was hard. It was really hard because I I was trying to be fair and to judge on, you know, the score sheet, you know, these are the categories, these are the points allowed for each category and trying to be fair about it. And I mean, to some extent, you're always going to be biased by your personal opinion, but at the same time, you want to be fair to the class. Um, especially if there's, you know, like two aquariums in the class of 150 that you would consider to be nature aquariums. (laughs) (laughs) It's kind of hard to, to not show your bias there. So, um, yeah, it was, it was very difficult. And, um, and the way that the AGA contest is judged, it's it's not just one judge. It's, you know, the, the committee, basically. And, and we kind mm-hmm. of uh, averaged the scores together to come up with the, the final results, which was uh, didn't come out the way any of us expected. But, um, it, you know, it, it is what it is. It's an average. So um, that's, that's think, how they work. Do you think the criteria need to be changed or should the criteria uh, evolved along with the way aquascaping is done? That's a really tough question and, because, you know, how would you change the criteria? Because it's things like... Um, so what are the see. criteria, actually? That's, that's, a, that's a better question. <laughs> Sitting, I knew I was going to dig myself no, into that I'm hole. Totally, you and, backed yourself in the yeah. corner. Yeah. So we're just handing you the I mean, there, it's overall impression is usually the, the most of the, the points. And I really don't want to speak out of turn here or, or no, get no, it wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, um, uh, health of the plants and, and livestock is always in there. Um, yeah, the overall layout, the health of the, everything, the, what are the other, there's four or five different ones, um, that, that all kind of are the same thing, sort of just so, worded a little bit differently, if that makes sense. Um, so that's probably why I'm not remembering what no, exactly so how they do you, were. So you have these very succinct classes of, of, of criteria. Now, mm-hmm. How do you, how do you, how do you critique a thing i mean what do you say like oh the fish look healthy great done 
or is it like you know what I mean or is it more like oh this is an environment that I would want to do you talk in, in relation to the environment this is an environment where a fish would feel right because yes. there's shaded plants and there's yes. blah, 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 or what yes. what um, I did, and some of the the wording for the categories does take that into account, like whether or not it's an, an appropriate environment. So, like if you have a, a you know pair of breeding discus that are dinner plate size in a twenty gallon tank that's crammed mm-hmm. full of plants, that's not appropriate, right? Okay. Yeah. So you know things like that we definitely took into account, um, and that's that's pretty standard, I think, for all the contests. Um, it's not just you know the did you dump the fish in two hours ago and they look like they're doing okay? So far, right. it's, not, it's not right. like that. <laughs> right, right. Is there a criteria, and, and again, I'm probably leading, but is there a criteria that <laughs> says, has this tank been set up a while? And, and I don't mean a month since the contest. You're, you're leading. Yeah, I'm, yes. leading. I'm <laughs> right. totally leading. What are you trying to ask? I mean, <laughs> okay, why don't they judge a tank on, here, that's even better. I'll just ask it as, as somebody, uh, innocent bystander. Okay. Why don't they judge an aquarium based on, how well it's functioning, how long it's been up, how it looks. I mean, you could tell looking at a tank if sure. it's just been freshly set up or if it's been sure. up for months and months. I mean, is that taken into account? Because I think I, I think is. that's something that's, especially a planet tank, where they're not easy to maintain. Well, for me, right. they wouldn't be easy to maintain. It shows a lot of work. And I think right. that's an award-winning tank. Um, I mean, to me, I interpret it very much as part of it. Um, I don't know that it's specifically in the rules. You know, does this look like it's been growing in for a while? Um, but the implication is definitely there, um, mm-hmm. that it looks like it's established. There's also a, a bit of a, a judging bullet point about whether or not there's any longevity. Um, so you whether sustain- or not sustainable? sustainability. Yes. Okay, sustainable. So like, okay. are you going to have to tear this down in two months because it's completely overgrown? You can't maintain it kind of thing. Right. Um, and I think we've kind of gotten away from the importance of that. Um, personally, I think that that needs to be maybe taken more into account because a lot of these these competition tanks they're not sustainable a lot of them you know these guys are serial aquascapers they set up a tank (laughs) they grow it out for four months they take their pictures and they start over right the end i mean there's no enjoying the creation um and and that breaks my heart i can't do it i cannot do it i mean i leave tags up until they really just are like i'm done you need to take me down (laughs) and there's no denying that they're beautiful and and again johnny and i've talked about this before and john chime in it's like we've we've had we've always been of the impression to leave a tank up for a long time. I yeah. personally leave tanks up for years. Yeah. Only since I started tan and I've been a little quicker at iterating tanks simply because we want to inspire people. And that's been like going against my grain. But, <laughs> but I think that the hobby seems to, again, coming from the, I'm cutting myself off a bit, but coming from the reef world where it was always about like trying the latest this or that. Yeah. I'm seeing that sort of thing trickle into the freshwater world. It's like, Oh, we got to do the latest, use the latest wood, use the latest yeah. rocks. Try the, it's, it's like, trendy. Yeah, it's, it's, trendy. it's not sustainable. Um, yeah. you know, it's, it's fast fashion for aquascaping. Yep. Yeah. Um, you know, there's, I, I, I reference the guy, I, I, you know, I, I, they, I think they enjoy the process of setting up and being recognized. Um, well, and- I think they like validation. I don't think they actually enjoy uh, maintaining something. Correct. Everyone exactly. wants a new car. They don't like doing the oil change. So yep. it's just, <laughs> um, you know, it's, it's, yeah, it, you know, that's a tough one. Um, I reference a guy all the time, you know, Jeff Sensky. Sure. Um, and I remember when he pioneered really the idea of hardscape only aquariums and people yes. saying, Oh, this is baloney. This isn't, this isn't sustainable. Uh, you know, the tank will never look like that. And I was like, I, I, I'm like, I don't know, man. I, I've seen tanks that he set up for years and yeah. they look identical from day one set up five years later. 
they still look the same. You just do water changes. There's a patina on the rocks and wood, but yep. um, it, they look the same and the health and vigor of the fish, you know, are appropriate. Like they come from something that probably looks way more like that. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, that's sustainable. Yeah. Um, and a plant aquarium, it, you're going to see it in, in the judging as well. Um, you know, you have this hedge of Rotala, um, <laughs> sculpted which you know we can all do um and it only gets that way by time you can't you can't produce it in a month you know right. it takes yeah. three four five months to get it there and that's where stem plants and certain plant selection and having experience with those things and knowing well to get that look you had to spend time on it um you know these tanks with super glued rickia and moss <laughs> and all this, oh. but, you, know, you, did you did that and it yeah i get it but yeah. it, you know, yeah, it's, it's model trains. And so, <laughs> uh, yeah, it's just, it's really, really difficult uh, to take those things, I think, into consideration as a, as a judge. Well, that's, that's gotta be, well yeah. here's my, here's my, here's probably my last uh, question on the aquascaping contest department here. What is there, or why don't they judge plants like they do fish? In other words, like, you know, fish breeding, like killifish or, or cichlid uh, cont- competitions, they, you know, they, they're looking at individual specimens and how they've grown out or whatever, blah, blah, blah. Uh-huh. Uh, do they do that with plants? Like, this is a uh, name of plants. I don't know. This is a plant. <laughs> it was grown by, you know, John Smith and Jane Doe grew this one. And this is a better specimen because the vineation is more contrasting with the leaf color and blah, blah, blah. It shows good deportment. Mm. I mean, is that, is that possible? I mean, uh, is that done or is that really yeah, I mean, not I, shut up? Are you talking about like um, the Individual selection pick- of the plants or no, the no, health of the plants? Like themselves? judging like a cultivator? Like, uh, yeah, like, cult, a, like a cultivator. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Growing a plant. Do they do that in competition? Uh, like yeah. you I enter mean, your plant. You know, no. Well, you know, there are some um like of the, the smaller like fish shows that'll have like a plant category is mm-hmm. that what you're asking like here's yeah. my anubias i've been growing out for right, 15 right, years right and... this is the best specimen ever of the yes species, you know? so there are some groups that do those um there's hap programs which is kind of like a breeder's program um mm-hmm. for for plants and oh. i've honestly never been involved in one because we don't i mean i guess we sort of have one at guapa but it's more just like hey i've got this plant on the floor right right <laughs> it's not really anything official uh aga has one but it, it's kind of fallen by the wayside we actually do need to get that back up and running again um yeah. but you know, why I, you know why i like that i'm sorry to cut you no, off but i do that all, all day but here's <laughs> here's why i like that because it's anybody, well, I don't want to say anybody, any talented artist or aquascaper can take a really high quality plant they get from Tropica or, you know, wherever, uh-huh. you know, the, the, what, and, and put it in the tank and you've got this great composition. But it takes a real aquatic gardener to grow a fine specimen of a plant. Sure. So the, I, I disagree. Oh, I hate think, you, Johnny. That's, <laughs> I'm cutting you off. Well, no, no, no I'm, not, I'm not a botanist or, but I, 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 I come from a family that, that has been down that road. You know, my, my sister, my sister's a botanist. Yeah. She's, a, you know, got her degree in horticulture and yada, yada, yada. And, and I grew up in a flower shop and I would, you know, and I've also kept aquariums for, I don't know how many decades. Um, aquarium plants are so easy to grow. Can be. They, they, yeah. I bet. I mean, relatively speaking, they're not anywhere near as difficult as, um, you know, creating a new cultivar uh, of, of rose where, mm-hmm. or orchid or hybridizing or something like that. 
And a lot of them, you just can't do that anyway. So right. uh, you have to grow them terrestrially and then bring them back into that environment to get something different. So I would find great interest in that, in, in checking out like the hybrid Rotala show. Yeah, I mean, like that, sure. that would be really, really interesting or like, oh, check out these Ludwigias or, or, or whatever you're going to get into, Cryptocrine. Talk and, about a fringe market. Right. That would be awesome. <laughs> we sell twigs and nuts for a living. I mean, come on. It doesn't get more fringe than that. We understand, right? So, <laughs> that I'm into. I that, spent that. the last week making dirt, you know? <laughs> yeah. Come on. Awesome. Yeah. Um, that would be killer. I, I mean, I couldn't. I couldn't be more fascinated by something like that. That that sure. would be wild. But you know, yeah, taking tissue culture plants and putting them in soil and growing them and be like, look, they're healthy. Like, uh, exactly. You know. No. Yeah. Sure. Now, you know, here's a, another question too in terms of style. I mean, everybody has a style they like, and then mm-hmm. if you can even define style, and John and I have had this conversation to ad nauseum. But like, for example, if someone goes to JW. Uh, jwdaqua.com it looks on your site the beautiful spread shot you have of that i i want to say it's iwagumi but i don't know any of this stuff yeah it's it's, it's iwagumi a inspired that, okay that. <laughs> that to me is a beautiful tank that i would own uh johnny you have to pull it up on your browser because i think you'd appreciate this one too i've looked at them yes i, I think i find that st- uh, yeah, style and i've seen people do that tank in that style that's a beautiful planet tank to me Mm-hmm. Uh, because it looks like it's grown in it looks like something you might actually encounter somewhere maybe in nature and i i mean do you have a style that you like to work in or do you just look at like uh, like plants and material aquascaping materials and go i'm going to do this do you have an idea ahead of time do you say i'm going to do a blah 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 and use these stones in a certain way or mm-hmm. you just look at the stuff and go because i know i know where john stands on this and we've talked about that yeah and do you have that same honestly i'm i'm usually inspired by the materials um, every now and then I'll have an idea of a style or, or a type of aquarium that I want to set up because it, mm-hmm. for whatever reason, like I haven't ever done one of these before, uh, right. or something like that. But, but typically, you know, I have a hall of, you know, driftwood on the floor and I say, let's do this. <laughs> right. And, you know, I find that one piece that inspires me and then roll. Um, I'm not very good at the, you know, traditional structured sketch or layout for three weeks and, and right. hash it out back and forth. That's, that's not my style. I've, I've never really been that way um, in any part of my life. <laughs> right, right, right. I understand. I'm very much the jump right in with two feet kind of person. Yeah. So, um, you know, I, I don't know if that's uh, a strength or a weakness, but a lot of the, the competition aquascapers do do that. And they're very, very planned and very calculating. And I just, I can't roll like that. I see that spontaneity and, 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 and again, I've seen, I've seen this in my friends, like, like Johnny, I think that's a huge advantage yeah. is that you can be light on your feet. I mean, yeah. you can see a rock and go, oh, now I know what I'm going to do. You don't have a preconceived notion. I mean, right. you can execute on those styles or whatever you want to call them that, that everybody does, but you choose not to. And I right. think there's a great strength in that. I mean, I like to agree with that. Work. I mean, if you look at all of her work, it's all good or better than good. Um, you I know, it's say some of it's pretty shady, but you know, <laughs> no, no. I mean, that's what I'd say. But no, no, it looks great. You have really a nice, nice sense of style. Thank you. And, yeah, and I think I think a lot of that stems from the ability to adapt and um, become inspired by material or something else other than um, 
this grander idea of, of what it's supposed to be because that's kind of been enforced upon you and, and, right. and uh, deal and, with the structure. Well, and also what happens when you've, you've got, you know, a sketch that you're trying to work from is, well, what if you can't find the exact rock that you need to make that piece? <laughs> you're yeah. pigeonholing well, yourself into... <laughs> <laughs> Super good. Um, but yeah, but you know what I mean? Like if you've got this, this structure that you've got to match because you sketched it out and you worked on whatever, you're really, really stuck at that point and you can't, you know, roll with the punches. And, and maybe, you know, when you're halfway through and you've got a rock that doesn't quite fit right, it fits in a way that you didn't imagine and it's even better. And then you could just yeah. kind of take it on to hold up a different level from there. Um, I, I don't know. I, I feel like being creative is, is that you have to be creative. <laughs> you yeah. can't, you know, you can't like plan you creativity. Yeah. So, but that's, you know, well, there's a, what I an engineer and creatives yes. or yes. uh, an engineer, an aquarium, or you can design an aquarium. Really and, good way of putting it. You know, whether you're in, in, you have somebody that designs the car and you have someone that engineers a car. You have someone that designs the website yeah. and then you have someone that engineers or develops the website. Yeah. You know, yeah, you have yeah. somebody that, that does the architectural drawing and from a design perspective and you have someone that makes sure it's to code and it's going to, you know, hold the weight and yada, yada, yada. Yeah, They're two totally great. different things. And I think as a hobby, we put too much emphasis on the construction of the bridge rather than how it looks. Um, <laughs> yeah. Good, good point. Yeah. That's really good. Well said. Look at you stopping the, everybody in their tracks. Oh, I got, okay. I got another question for you. Okay. So do you prefer rock or wood in your skates That's or do you don't care? Really funny. It- so if you look at my history, um, there's pretty strong trend towards driftwood. <laughs> You're a Manzanita girl. I'm a Manzanita girl. Um, I have a really good relationship with Tom Barr. We'll just put it. Oh, that I was way. gonna say you must know Tom. He's on your speed <laughs> dial or something. Okay. You call him up like, I need a box. Send me a box. <laughs> um, but you know the the one tank and the one that you mentioned actually the the Iwakumi style one um, mm-hmm. is one of the favorite ones that I've ever done. So, you know, it makes me kind of question myself and say, well, maybe I should be working more with rock than I, than I do. Um, but maybe, you know, it's just how it worked out that one time. I don't know. Who knows? Well, it's the beauty of aquariums. It's serendipitous. I mean, I know I've done many times I've done a tank and you throw stuff together and you have an idea and you walk away and you go, I hate this. And then yes. another time you'll throw it together <laughs> with, with like in almost desperation. John, Johnny was witness to me with what the tank I was setting up. Do you remember Johnny with the mangrove branches that I did? Mm-hmm. I, I set it up and he's like, just start putting wood in there. And I'm like, ah, whatever. And they literally tossed the stuff in in about half hours. Like, I love this skate more than almost any skate I ever did. It was in a tangle of wood. Pile of sticks. It literally was a pile of sticks. I mean, my, yeah. my pinnacle of creativity. But but the point is, I think you, sometimes you can't plan stuff. Anyway, spontaneity yeah. is an important ingredient in aquascaping. I think too many people try to subscribe to a style. Or I agree. They think they have to follow something in so yep. much beauty and just going for it you know? i agree and that's actually a kind of interesting point with the styles is there's been a trend towards defining yourself in a certain style so you look at like the brazilian style that they've they've kind of developed and and you know exactly which tanks are from brazil when mm-hmm. you look at all of them in, in the contest yeah. results um and there's nothing wrong with that you know mm-hmm. they have a really really strong core group down there and and it's a community that's that's all helping each other and they've developed this style and there's something beautiful about that um, and some of the American guys are, are kind of, if you look at the trend that they're going to, it's starting to, to kind of look like they're coming up with their own style. Um, 
you know, it's based on a whole bunch of other stuff, but um, it's, it's kind of forming. Um, And, and, you know, there's something to that also. I, again, this goes back to, you know, not pigeonholing yourself, but I, I don't feel like I want to be one style. I want to be able to, to do whatever I feel like doing. (laughs) Maybe that's the rebel in me. (laughs) That's, that's the way it should be. No, I, I I think that there's, there's two questions I want to hit here. One is the, that when Amano used to talk about wabi-sabi. Yeah. And I think that has been forgotten oh, yeah. largely in I this agree. age. And I think that's something that, boy, if more people would go back and read and look at his original stuff, yeah, that lesson is such a, to me, that would be the greatest unlock in aquascaping right now with the talent that's out there. If people embrace that, I think that would be huge. Yeah. It fundamentally goes against their, their, their principles. Um, it, it's, it's that type of individual could never want to embrace those ideas it's, why is uh, that because like they're artists versus a naturist or what? yeah you know it's funny because I'm, I'm looking at uh, wabi-sabi for artists designers poets and philosophers um and brief history on, on wabi-sabi the <laughs> um, light reading yeah it's a yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's a great a great book uh, goes into the history and i've mentioned this before of tra- traditional japanese tea ceremonies and mm-hmm. um stuff and understanding the expression of the, the crack or craze in a pot. And, um, you know, and that, that's something that I think people put emphasis on the wrong parts. It's, it's not about you and I'll, I'll give an analogy, for this moment, but it's not necessarily about you and your creation. It's about allowing the material to express itself. Um, you're you're a, a catalyst uh, for nature's expression. Interesting. And, you know, I mean, this gets really esoteric, but mm. it, it's it's my job to um, help shape nature into its best form and to have it shown in its best light. And it's really getting out of the way. And, and my analogy for this is the difference between someone that's a model and they think that the picture is about them. Oh. Your job in the model is to make the clothes look good. It has nothing <laughs> yeah. to do with you. Good point. Ever. You're not important. You're not even an equation. That's true. In, in, it's just, it's, it's not it. And so that's very tough for people. It's really difficult. Hmm. I'm like, you know, it, it's about it. Yeah. And they're not going to do that. The, the, contest, the contest is for them to win. Yeah. Well, and, but you know, to some extent, that's what a contest is. So, I mean, right. Yeah. Boy, we, are, we are just drilling on contests I right know. now. No, I'm going to hear about this. I know that like, you know, why are you going on with those, those Maverick guys? Why do you hate us? <laughs> they really are haters. No, it, it's really not about that. I'm just, what I'm fascinated by is, is talented people. I mean, that's why I hang with Johnny. That's why uh, nice to meet you and lots of other people out there that are so talented. And I'm fascinated by what makes talented people, what motivates them, what, what mm. makes them do what they do. And I, I can't help but think for all the beautiful contest aquariums out there, and there are thousands. Oh, yeah. There sure. must be hundreds of thousands of really cool tanks across the country that we never see that you could just go, this is amazing because, mm-hmm. just because. And, right. you know, Johnny said something uh, just a minute ago where he said, like, you know, you, you, your nature's catalyst and you sort of get in there and then you step out of the way. 
I think that's an interesting idea. And that's, I guess, okay. what, what we play with more in like the botanical thing is like you step out of the way, you let nature do some of the work. And I think that scares the crap out of a lot of people. Oh, yeah, for sure. Because well, you don't know where it's going to go. Right. And, and a lot of the personality types that are doing these, you know, super technical contest things mm-hmm. can't, cannot with that. Um, it's just, it's yeah. scary to just not have the control that you have to let go of to have nature. Um, so it's really actually kind of a balancing act. Um, yeah. This whole hobby is how much of that you can handle. <laughs> well, you know, I, I, an example, I sent a, a big box of material to one of who, who will go unnamed, but one of the world's leading European aquascapers. Uh-huh. And uh, this was like two, three years ago now. And he was going to do, going to do, going to, he just can't psychologically wrap his head around <laughs> the fact that this, this stuff's going to decompose and yep. break down and the water is going to turn brown. He just can't do it. And I'm like, totally I, get believe it. I love this guy's work and everything, but I, some people just, they don't have the yeah. temperament for it. And I, no. and I get it. And, and, you know, that's, that's interesting. Now, Jim, in your case, now your aquariums, how many aquariums do you have at home right now? At any given time, like how many do you have going? Two, four, six. I think running right now, I have <laughs> nice but i am very much in the middle of a, a rebuilding so i've got three big empty contest tanks nice. <laughs> just, no. just staring at me every day saying, do something are they, are they are they all like uh, aquascaped tanks or are they like purposeful tank or are they you know like uh, oh this is going to be a breeding tank for my you know my fire mouth cichlid or, or what no we don't do that <laughs> again you don't <laughs> even need a tank to breed <laughs> those no yeah you just put them in the sink yeah put them in a bucket um I have, they're typically all, or they, okay, here we go. So they all have plants in them. How about that? Um, Most of them are purposely aquascaped. Um, Some of them are not. Like I have uh, a uh, Taiwan bees. So their tank is just a hodgepodge of here, guys, make more. Um, Whatever makes you happy. (laughs) And uh, I have, uh, I do have zebra plecos. So their tank is just kind of Mm -hmm. like a, here's a bunch of caves. It's not going to be pretty, but here you go. I know someone that needs a zebra pleco. Oh, need? Need, huh? Hmm. Um, So, yeah. So they're doing their thing. And then, yeah, mostly they, they definitely all have plants, whether or not they're pleasing to most people to look at in their planted form it's a different question yeah. but it they're all functional you appreciate yeah it all goes to what you appreciate right i mean do you have, do you have uh, right now a type or an idea for a tank that you want to do yes. that you're like oh what, what is that if i may, if I may be so bold if uh, you can share well there's there's two I, I definitely need to finally just get off my butt and do a biotope and i've been actually spending a lot of time there's a creek right at the end of my neighborhood Um, And we've been going down there like every couple of days and just checking out who's, you know, where all the fry went, who's spawning, Mm -hmm. who's doing what. Uh, So that's definitely like front and center in my brain right now. I've got a whole plan in my head um, to to handle that. So you, you will be on the phone quickly. Yeah. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Send it to me, send me the box. Um, And then another one is uh, going back to do another um, strictly rockscape. Um, It's probably going to be a little close to a diorama style, but it's not going to be anything, you know, with the crazy paths and the, this and that, and the really specifically, this is a, a model train setup 
That's funny. I really love that. (laughs) (laughs) You know what tank of yours I really liked when I was perusing your website? Okay. Um, You did a drop-off tank. Yes. Now, it wasn't the best photo of it because the angle didn't capture it, but the concept, the idea of a drop-off. That was so fun. I I think that I could tell that you you did it like in a contest, right? Uh And and you just did it. But it's like, I can't help but think if you actually like went back and played with that more. Yeah. That's a special kind of thing. And we don't see a lot of that in freshwater. Yeah, no, we don't. That would be really a cool kind of a thing to do. And what's interesting is that was made, that was a partnership with a local uh, tank builder here, and he's strictly saltwater. So he just does reefs (laughs) and he built them as a a reef tank. Right. And um, so he's like, Yeah, I want to kind of try to get some freshwater people involved. He's like, Oh, give me one. I'll take it to the contest. I mean, if you want some some publicity, I can do that for you. It'll help Um, you out. So I really actually, I really struggled with that one because it was very difficult for me to kind of wrap my head around how to get that built so that it would be stable was really my main concern. Um, So I really, I mean, I was way behind the the eight ball as I actually normally wind up being for contest tanks. But um, that one, it was, I mean, just a couple of weeks before the contest that I finally got something in there that I was happy with that I didn't think was going to, you know, topple over in the car. On the way right. home, over oh, to so the you show. Have to, you have to take it over. Oh, right. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, that one, I, I really enjoyed that tank. Once I figured it out, you know, and I got my head around it, I really, 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 really enjoyed that tank. And I did bring yes. it back home and set it back up. Um, it wasn't ever quite the same, but it did grow in pretty nicely. And I don't have any good pictures of it because that's my other weakness is taking pictures. Yeah, I know that weakness. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Terrible. And I catch yeah. so much, I catch so much yes. crap for that. You, um, you can. You can say it on the <laughs> podcast. We're, like, we're... I was trying to remember if you gave me permission. Before. No, no, you talk, talk like you talk. Yeah, it doesn't matter. I'm not going to go full sailor. We'll go you can go full tilt. sailor. We, we do that all the time. <laughs> but, but, but I think the idea of that drop-off. Of, oh, it was so know, cool. A lot of people get stuck with these vertical tanks. Like, yeah. What am I going to do? Well, yeah. there's an example. Yeah. You know? Yeah, it was so neat. And I really wish that that, that had taken off. Um, but you know, it's, it's tough with these, you know, small manufacturers and I guess a couple, couple of companies, like right when he launched his bigger companies actually launched almost the exact same tank. And he's like, come on. Cause he had been, um, peddling it through like Marine Depot and a couple of other, the, mm, of the big, right. big companies. And somehow or another, I think maybe that, you know, the idea got out to some of the other manufacturers, but I never really took off and, well, and you know, it should, Drop-off tanks are weird. I mean, I'm not they are weird. I'm a fan of the tank. 100%. I, I, I like the idea, but what I liked is you made use of a t- what is essentially a tall, narrow kind of a look, yeah. and, and you did like a sheer kind of drop, and I think that's really kind of cool. I mean, typically, for a lot of reasons, and reefs, they don't play with that, but yeah. it, 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 it has some interesting aspects. You could probably do that in a standard aquarium, and I, I just think mm-hmm. that is a study of like... I see it as like, oh, here's a riverbank. Here's a exactly waterfall. You know. Yep, that's I, exactly what I was going for. Was the side of a riverbank. One one of the coolest tanks I ever saw is another none other by Johnny over here. <laughs> um, if you Google cardinal column, it was a cardinal fish. Cardinal uh, this was marine marine fish. And Johnny no. he did that. Remember that was like a mushroom <laughs> cloud. That's what the rock face looked like. And that thing. So, he sounds really saw, thrilled yeah. about it. <laughs> that thing was so many years ago. But like, I look at that as still one of the more iconic. It's just unusual reef yeah what the hell that, you that one, <laughs> I, I, I wasn't you know if you go back and read one of the 58 uh, oh. articles on it somewhere yeah. 
um, which this should be. Ex- yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, you yeah. can go to like all of the magazines and stuff and sh- check it out. I, I think the inspiration from it really, again, there was none. Um, I, I just kind of got out of the way of the whole thing and allowed it to do it. Like there was no, there was nothing divine about it. Huh. Yeah, I just kind of, I was just like, yeah, okay, that works. And um, I like the idea, the way that the, the rocks were coming together. And so it took some effort. I actually had to drill four holes. I had to drill a, a hole in the bottom rock and, and create a, a base and then drill, you know, a hole through the two rocks in the center and then one halfway through the top rock to create a cap. And wow. um, I put a piece of PVC in there mm-hmm. and stacked it all together and, yep. um, you know, made it appear as if it was one uh, single piece. And, um, but the idea was, you know, really, I was just trying to figure out a way to set these rocks up so I could put some sun corals underneath it <laughs> and, and some, some cardinal fish. And, you know, I wanted to do some basslets or something that would swim upside down and, it was just, you know, I was just like, oh, that would be neat. And, um, you know, my mom over the years was always like, I love the tanks when you do the, the overhang. And, uh, yeah. you know, and so I was like, oh, I think my mom will like this. That's where the tanks so is. That's great. Yeah. No, so, so Jen, the style that you would do, if you could do something crazy, if you could emulate and a natural habitat because that's what we talk about, about a lot here in the tent if yeah. you could emulate one natural habitat like what would it be like one feature of a natural habitat would what? it be like you know okay i could do a full, full if you had the ability to do like a full i hate when he does these questions this is terrible now, wait till i open the mail bag if you won the lottery what's the <laughs> first thing you'd oh, buy <laughs> oh god <laughs> what color interior in your lambo right. Right. <laughs> peanut um, butter guts <laughs> <laughs> there you go very good. Um, all right. So, what's the question? One specific what? thing of a biotope? Yeah. 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 <sighs> why do you what hate you, me? I, I got to make it hard <sighs> because you know why? Everybody gives you softball questions. Hey, John, what's the best plant for a you know <laughs> incandescent lit five gallon? <laughs> I'm not gonna do that. Uh, all right, uh, our, our our listeners get off on biofilm and decomposing leaves. So right. even having you know having somebody talk about plants is almost like they're like what. So we got to challenge you a little bit. Great. Thanks. Um, uh, I'm not really, that's uh, a tough one that I don't know that I've ever thought of. Um, But I think for me, like putting together specifically a biotope, I'm really going to be doing it for the fish. Right. Um, And so to me, I think creating the, the little nooks and crannies that they want to be in by nature. And I think that, I mean, it's been in my experience and I, I, you know, it's not like any new revelation but the more nooks and crannies and hiding places that you give them the more you'll see them typically because they're going to be happy that they have that retreat so i think um if i can you know dodge this question as much as possible while still sort of answering it <laughs> right, right. <laughs> i'm gonna good, say good. <laughs> that's Think what i'm gonna say for office. Oh, <laughs> nooks and crannies is that an answer yeah, it is now. Know, that works. Um, yeah, I think. The biotopes of nooks and crannies. <laughs> <laughs> sounds like a series of Harry Potter books. <laughs> it's just... right? Harry Potter and the biotopes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would work. Fantastic. <laughs> that, that works. That's so, so, you know, Johnny, I'm going to pose the same question to you. I mean, I, you're always. Uh-huh. I know. I told you. I'm going to like got to push you a little on this one. What are you thinking? What's a weird environment that needs to be played with? Well, you know, weird, 
God, a couple of different ways. And uh, I have, I have, I have these fish on the way. So, um, uh, beta Hendra, uh, you know, that's, that's the one that's, um, I'm excited about doing right now, but I mean, I've done biotope inspired aquariums, Mm -hmm. um, from a lot of different things. And, you know, I think, I think biotope is, um, that one's difficult because, you know, if it's, if all of the materials aren't collected exactly from the region and it, it's not one-to-one scale for me, then it's not a biotope. Mm. So it's, it's, you know, biotope inspired. Okay, great. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll do that. But if your wood didn't come from say Kalamatan, Borneo, the substrate didn't come from Borneo, rocks didn't come from Borneo, the leaves didn't come from Borneo. Um, you don't have the plants from Borneo, you know, all the way down to the water chemistry, it's not a biotope. It's biotope inspired. Yeah. And um, and so I have a, a paludarium that I've set up now, and it's been running for uh, over a year. Nice. Uh, with all plants endemic to Borneo, Very despite cool. a few little ferns and little um, you know mosses that you know you you wouldn't know whether or not they were or weren't. Um, oh, I'm but, telling everybody you know, now. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you could look at it and you'd be like, yeah, maybe. Um, <laughs> so it's it's inspired by, and uh, so I'm going to put that fish in there. But I, I think the water chemistry and the look and everything will be very appropriate for it. And so that that's, um, you know, it's a paludarium for Beta Hendra. Uh, I think that would be very unique. Um, and, you know, that that's something I plan on doing right now. I'm not going to tell anybody what else I would do afterward because I don't want them to do it. Oh, right, right. Good, good, Sassy. good. That is good. Well, you know, this is the part where I, you know, I tell people who's going to be on the show and people, we always get emails. And oh, no. I usually, hit a, I usually hit Johnny with some and I'm going to hit Johnny with a couple of questions. Okay, good. Hit you with some, uh, some audience questions. Oh, jeez. So this, okay. this is from Scary. Emily in Manhasset, okay. Long Island. She says, uh, this is for Jen and then Johnny, you follow up too. How does the species of fish you're using influence the plants that you select? Oh, jeez. Gotta nail those questions. Uh, I love that. Um, that's a fantastic <laughs> like- question. And I wish I had a better answer for it, but I'm honestly going to say I, you know, I choose everything to work together. And mm-hmm. um, so whatever the layout dictates is how I stock it for plants and fish. Um, so, I mean, for me, I don't know that I can answer that question in a way that you probably want to hear. <laughs> no, <laughs> but... I think you're... Um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's very much for me dependent on the layout. So I don't usually go into a layout saying I'm going to use X plant and lay everything out according to that plant, like around that plant. Um, I will choose whatever is most appropriate for whatever the layout winds up being. Mm-hmm. Is that? Well, that's, a, that's, that, okay. that makes sense. Okay. Johnny, Johnny, do you have a, do you have thoughts on that? Yeah. So, I mean, years ago it was very different Mm. now i approach things holistically and Mm -hmm. so it's um the the plants and the fish all have to come from the same region um and if they're not there like you won't see me use uh uh uh, with uh you know an uh, alto angel like it's just it's (laughs) just never it's never going to happen you're not going to see a nubius in uh anything south american (laughs) you guys are nerds so um yeah (laughs) it's just i can't i can't do i'm also yeah i'm the guy that like 
I wear New Balance shoes. I can't wear Adidas sweats with New Balances, or I can't put Nike socks on while I'm wearing. You know, awesome. it looks like a catalog if you do that. So I cannot do it. I, I, so goodness, I can't do it. Um, that, that's, uh, but there's there's two sides of this. I do. That's my my normal my normal go to. Uh, now, if I'm doing something that's purposefully fantasiful. Like I don't care. Yeah. Like if I'm doing, I'm just doing whatever I want to do. This is Johnny's idea of, of whatever this fantasy world. I could care less. Right. I'll put anything and everything. You'll see me put African cichlids in with discus. I don't care. <laughs> and then I'll put whatever plants that I want in there. If you heard it here um, first. <laughs> you know, I you, you won't. I it's uh, just, I it just the email I'm going to get for that one. Yeah. <laughs> you know, Pixar don't don't happen. tempt me, guys. You would do it. I'll do it. <laughs> I'm afraid that might happen. Just bleep it. Just <laughs> I'll put in. <laughs> like what? Okay. No, I, I agree with you. I think that that I'm the same way. I uh, it's about I have geography. Even though like Jen, Jen and I talked about this last week. Yeah. I'm not strictly a biotope lover, where it's like everything has to be biotopically perfect. Biotope inspired is is a perfect expression, and I think that goes with the fish as well. And 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 I think that's a great way to go for a lot of people. Um, another question for Jen and Johnny. Uh, this comes from. Stephen J. I don't know his last name. It's Stephen J. from Gulfport, Louisiana. All right. What What is your opinion on the best substrate for a planted aquarium? <laughs> Sand or dirted? Oh boy, you guys have about this one. Have at it. Well, I don't know back. if that's a great question because my answer would be like one of the um, soil substrates that's commercially available. <laughs> <laughs> Um, just mostly for the for the cleanliness, personally. Um, mm. Nothing against dirty tanks because there's absolutely 100% merit for those. Um, but sand, I actually have been doing a lot of sand tanks lately just because I have this, I have access to this awesome sand. We call it Pittsburgh sand. So a, a friend of the club um, works at a quarry. Oh, nice. Really probably giving away way too much information. You, you but it basically are. just sweeps up the floor. <laughs> he puts it in bags. <laughs> And awesome. it's, um, that's called bricolage it's the use of what you've got it's a thing yeah. <laughs> yeah and uh it's this great like gradiated all sorts of different you know sizes of the pebbles and it's all from a river um so it's really really natural looking and i just love it and i will not let go of my hoard of pittsburgh sand because it's not the same hoard anymore so the stuff that he's getting now doesn't look mm. like it so um yes yeah, mine... right <laughs> seasonal yeah. and you can't have it hoarder. i am a sand i am a lot of things hoarder when it comes to this hobby and That's it's good. shameful um <clears throat> so yeah back to the question i mean i'm gonna have to go with c option c uh none mm-hmm. of the above none of the above um so far as you're question shaming my my listeners. I am. On. I'm sorry. Yeah. Well, so right. here's You're here's why. Bad question, Stephen J. <laughs> <I'm not laughs> gonna... Get out of the hobby. I hate you. Um, yeah, go. No. So you here's why, though. I have a really good reason why. Okay. <laughs> Bear with me. So the reason why is because I think that in this hobby, it's really, really difficult for beginners because there's so much information that comes to them, and if you're mm-hmm. really trying to start off. And get everything right to learn from the beginning instead of having some everything go wrong from the beginning and then walk away from the hobby. I right. think the easiest we can make it for success, the better. So that's why, what, why I, I like to recommend, you know, like the, the 
pre-made soil-based substrates, not dirted tanks, just because of the ease of maintenance and the ease of getting everything going the right way from the start. And then you can play That's with other good- stuff. That's a good answer. That, that is true. Okay, see? Good. See? Get yeah, off the that back. That was good. Good recovery. You started off a little shaky there, but you moved yeah. back. Johnny, you want to bring that one home? Do you have, a, you have an opinion yeah, on that? Yeah. I, I mean, I agree with her sentiment, but the I think my answer would be slightly different. One is it's impossible to say without knowing what you want to keep. Yes. Oh, that's um, true. Yep. Very yeah. good. So, you know... Um, my recommendation for a beginner specifically in the planted tank community or in that crowd or in that vein, like if you're trying to do plants would be uh, stay away from the planted substrate altogether. <laughs> do uh, do a uh, black water. T- no, I'm kidding. Um, uh, <laughs> there we go. Do um, go for the no ball. sand and, and stay to uh, rhyophytes, epiphytes, okay. um, do plants that do not require, uh, yeah, do, do moss, do, um, do cephalandra, do, um, you know, yeah, floaters, do, Everybody's favorite java fern. Uh, do yeah. Uh, jo- yeah, yeah, you do, do the java fern, do the anubius, <laughs> do all of the, put them all in the same tank and make me go insane. Um, you know, with your and, African cichlids and, this- yeah, and rainbows. Uh, and, rainbows. And, and rainbows, perfect. Um, that's a good, mix. you know, put, put, put in, yeah, put Colour in some guppies. The water or yeah. Polymer covered. Oh, yeah, guppies, so, that'd be great. Yeah. You know, actually, I love guppies. So, sure. yeah, the, the best. Know, especially um, with uh, Africans and rainbows. Well, well, then, you know what? I'm going to quickly jump. To, 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 I'm going to cut you off on that one. And someone asked, what is the best way to grow water sprite? Oh, no. Like, seriously, that's a great question, right? <sighs> the official guppy plant. Right. No. In water. Guppy grass. <laughs> Preferably in water. <laughs> guppy grass is the perfect guppy plant. What is guppy grass? Nodges. Guadalupensis oh, usually, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. okay. You know, the plant that you have and then it, all of a sudden you it's in it. all of your tanks. Yeah, and you're you not sure how. Yeah. Grows in super hard water. <laughs> it's it's really easy. Take a little yeah. piece of it, and you're you're but, stuck with it forever. But water sprite is the greatest. I mean, you, like he's in plant or uh, floating or or in the sand. Does it grow better as a floater? I I think it just grows, doesn't it? That's an awesome answer. No. <laughs> it's just kind of how it helpful. works. Stop <laughs> really yeah. terribly fussy about it. Johnny's like, Johnny's like, I, I like my answer in water. Yeah, uh, in water. Yeah, in water. You just you put it in water. Marginally. Uh, okay. Yeah. Well, here's the, here's a question. Another question for Johnny because we like to get Johnny stumping ones. This Good. is from Thanks. yeah. This is from Jen Barton of uh, Morton Grove, Illinois. And Jen asks. Nice. Uh, Johnny, you and Scott are always talking about how a tank evolves over time. What's the best way? that as an impatient Aquarius, I can let a tank evolve. <laughs> That's a good question. Oh, wow. That is a good question. Get, get um, out of the way. Yeah, put a lock. So the, the, the couple things that I would recommend um, to allow that process to happen naturally and to, you know, extract or enjoy the thing um, most fully would be, uh, get interested in photography mm-hmm. and, and, and photograph and spend more time with the aquarium intimately. I think it's, it's not necessarily quantity of time, but quality of time spent with the aquarium that will make things go by um, or make the time seem like it's going by quicker. Interesting. And you know, when you really love something, you just can't get enough time with it. And so you want to sit around and, and you like the evolution of it. So I think that's another one. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Additionally, I would say, um, look, look at uh, Taoism, look at Buddhism, do some yoga and, um, and uh, some, some breathing exercises and just kind of let it go. All right. Good answer. Right. Good answer. It, it's, it's something, good it's something that if you let it do its thing and, and it, it's all by itself, you, you can it, leave it alone. Yeah. It, it won't come out of the aquarium at least. So yeah. it's, it's a mess that you can have that stays contained. Yeah. So just well, so. leave it alone. There we go. Beautifully said. All well, right. Well, here's, here's one for the both of you. Okay. Um, this is, this is one that came in yesterday. This is from Jane from Bossier City, Louisiana. Boy, Louisiana representing today. Yeah. Um, nice. All right, guys. What water test do you recommend for a planted no. tank? And what water test would you recommend for a botanical style tank? So I guess Johnny and I will handle the, the back Yes, end. please. Jen, you get the front. Go. <laughs> Go get them. Um, that's a good question. And I'm going to be perfectly honest here and say that I don't do regular water testing. Uh, mostly oh, no. because, uh, 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 because I watch the inhabitants. There you go. And that's what tells me when I know I'm saving myself all over the place. Yes. Um, So that's what tells me when there's something off. Um, So if the plants start looking not right, they're not growing right, or there's, you know, some sort of a weird deficiency, or if the the fish are not doing their happy fish dances, then you know that something's not right. But I have the luxury of experience to be able to say that. So I think that if you're new in the hobby or until you really have a, a grasp of what your water parameters are that you're dealing with all the time um, and you can you know what your balance is, that you should probably be testing until you figure it out. I think that's probably the best answer. No, that, that is, you know, you said something that was really good. I mean, you, you know, you <gasps> I got one. Looking. You got one. Yeah. No, but you can tell by looking. That would make you like you would be if you said that in a reef forum, you'd be like, oh, my God, out forever. <laughs> that would be the end of your speaking career. But 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 the, but the interesting thing you said is something that I think more people need to learn to do is just observe their tank. And yeah. well, if it looks OK, chances are the water parameters are probably OK, but right. What what test and again specifically she asked like what water test do you recommend? What do you recommend most people test for in a planted tank? And Johnny, do you want to crack at that one too? I mean, you none. No. <laughs> don't don't don't. There's no, don't 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 test there it. Yeah. There's also the like problem with with testing in that you know you've got to trust your test kit also, and there's so many yeah. of them. There's so many variables with that because how long was it sitting on a shelf in the warehouse before your yes. local fish store got it? And had it sitting on the shelf for two years. Um, right. You know, there's there's all sorts of problems with that all the time. People are like, oh, my nitrates are off the chart. It's like not even registering. Well, they just shake it for like three minutes and then shake it for another two minutes before you tried it. Um, so uh, there's that aspect also that is is kind of potentially dangerous because then you're chasing parameters in your tank. Bingo. And and that's not ever healthy either. Yeah, I, I couldn't agree more. Um, I can say with a... a heavy degree of confidence i've not tested any aquarium um at any professional scale in in decades yes forever um (laughs) the the only aquarium parameter that i test is on a newly set up system if i'm skeptical whether or not there's still nitrate and high high amount i'll just test for nitrite and nitrate and be like "Eh, yeah okay is is it there (laughs) It's close enough. The water's sort of um, yellow. We go from there. Even with reef aquariums, um, you know, for those listeners that are that are maybe on the fringe looking at planted and blackwater aquariums or botanical style aquariums, 
the only thing I ever tested was uh, pH and alkalinity. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, you, you, I would just check that and then, you know, maybe calcium here and there. It, it was so easy to get caught up in calcium and alkalinity testing. Yeah. yeah. You know, the problem is, I think the problem with the reef hobby, which I love doing. There's so many problems. There's too, there's, well, there's a lot of problems. There's too many, <laughs> besides the people and a lot of the people in it. The biggest problem with the reef hobby is there's too much information. Oh, my God. Yeah. In yeah. other words, there's too much testing. We could test yes. for maldinium. We could yeah. Test yeah. Why, yeah. Why are, what do you just care? ICPO, yeah. Like just ICPO inductively coupled noise. optical uh, micron spectroscopy, whatever. Yeah. yeah. Just yeah. let's just. How do your zoas look? Um, cool. Right. You're good. Right. Are they thriving? Exactly. And, right. I, and I think there's a lot to be said for that. Yeah, for um, sure. So that's good stuff. Now, this kind of segues into another question. I'm hitting you guys with questions. I hope you don't mind. We've yep. got a lot today. That's good. good. This is from Janet Siri from Seattle, Washington. And Janet says, uh, for both Jen and for John and Scott, what, if, what do you think the one most <laughs> essential piece of equipment is for the hobby? And don't say the aquarium. Uh, what, would, what would you say that is? If you had one, one thing you... Aside from the aquarium? Yeah. Okay. It's indispensable. Like every hobby you should have. Well, are we talking like aside from the setup itself, like the lights yeah, and the like filter? Yeah, or a piece. Yeah, I think that's what she's getting. Man, you got tough know, questions. Right? I don't like this game anymore. That crowd is a smart crowd. Um, so I'm gonna, I'll jump on this one and say for aquasaping specifically, a nice mm-hmm. set of tools. Yeah. Fair enough. That's good, Johnny. What do you think? I've got two, oh, and and they are they're neck and neck with with importance. I think here. Uh, number one would be a uh, quality reverse osmosis. Mm. Yes, that was my answer. Damn you. That, that <laughs> would be um, that would be number one, I think. And and, and this next one is tie with it. Um, Don't say a siphon hose because I'm gonna kill you if you pick my. No, <laughs> no, <laughs> it's, it's very close. Ju- just <laughs> as stupid um, is a razor blade. Oh yeah, that's a dig on me. That's a dig on me. Jen, defend me. He's, he's attacking me because when he photographs my tanks, he's like, dude, you're the worst <laughs> algae scraper ever. And he always, I'll tell him, I'll go up the night before, I'll be like, dude, I, I sweat when Johnny comes over to take pictures of my tanks so because fun. I know he's going to find fault and help me. He's going to find fault. I go, I go, he's like, dude, just make sure you, he always says it, dude, make sure you scrape the water line. And I'm like, okay, I spend an hour. I tell him, I spend an hour. The first thing Johnny walks in, he goes, oh, tanks look good. Hey, you have a razor blade? <laughs> really? <laughs> You are singularly responsible for me wanting to bring back tanks with a top frame on them again. Damn it. Well, hey, hey uh, so do you guys ever use the plastic scraper blades? Yeah. No. Well, the circumstance. No. Do they work on glass? Uh, yeah. Not great, yeah. but they work um, really well on like equipment. Like if you've got plastic inlets and outlets and you got to oh, scrape off stuff. They're awesome because uh, they don't scrape stuff. Or if you've got an acrylic tank, which you know, well, none of us do. Well, that makes <laughs> nobody ever has that. <laughs> no, we, we we used to. <laughs> that was like all. I was such an acrylic snob for years until I, <laughs> until I really got into scraping algae and yeah, and then you destroyed had destroyed everyone. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, I never I haven't had an acrylic tank in like five years. Yep. Um, <laughs> so great. This, totally this true. The other the other follow up question or similar question that that uh, that Jesse asks is what a, a piece of equipment would you like to see aquarium manufacturers develop that is not currently on the market? Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm just, uh, you know what I would like just to see? crushing you today. No, 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 I've got an answer for this. I would like to see better filtration and or um, like 
circulation um, water movement options for nanos. Like like uh, micro-sized like power heads or manifolds Yes, or something like or small or things that are going to not take up half of the freaking tank when you oh, have it in a like nano. That. Wouldn't that be lovely? Well, I think that a good all-in-one, a, a well-designed all-in-one that's not a piece of you-know-what <laughs> would be a giant step forward. <laughs> yeah. You and like your all-in-ones, though. I do love all-in-ones, yeah. but it's my humble opinion that most of them are garbage. Yeah. Honestly, they really are. Johnny, you back me up on that, right? I mean... Uh, I, well, yeah, my, my answer is, is 99% of everything is garbage, but, um, so that's, that's, that's why we it. started. Uh, Shannon. The, my answer, I think for the equipment would be a light, which any aquarium manufacturer, please give me a call. Um, uh, or aquarium lighting manufacturer. I have the cat illustrations ready to go. Oh, come on. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it's just like. Uh, lighting, lighting yeah. that yeah. is yeah. made for people that live in houses. What? <laughs> That's crazy. It's that is crazy. Uh, that go over aquariums, oh, and um, you're making it hard for them. I know. He's so demanding. Yeah, I know. I do have another yeah. answer. I have a second answer. Can okay. I get my second answer? You, you may. I would love for someone to make acrylic equipment instead of stupid glassware that all you have to do is look Thank at you. it and you hurt yourself. That was what I said. That was what, that is exactly. I've been talking about ceramic or acrylic or yes. molded plastic that looks nice. Yes. Uh, why, why? Why do we have to have somebody make that? I don't know. I, I, well, glassware is the worst invention ever made. It's terrible, in my opinion. It's, it's ter- horrible, it's, especially when you get in the smaller sizes, like for the nanos, like the CO two diffusers. Automatic break. You're done. You're yeah, absolutely done in like or, thirty. Or, you can't even get it out or, of the box. Or, <laughs> I, this is what I want to know because I, I have this discussion. You, so, We're so angry. Jeff, Jeff and I talk about this all the time. Uh-huh. I've never broken a lily pipe. <laughs> I've never broken a lily pipe. I've never broken a diffuser. Uh-huh. I've never not broken. Yeah. The, the the only one that I've ever broke that's glass was my original, like original ADA yeah. uh, fish feeder, oh, the yeah. one with the spring uh-huh. and the glass spring. Oh, that uh-huh. thing was cool. And I think it's because it, it, it fell off something and broke. Okay. Um, and, and so, okay, yeah. So here's but, the question, though. Are we talking about, like, the larger regular tank size things? Or are we talking about No, I, I, have all, I have all my ADA. I have my original ADA uh, inlet, outlet, and CO2, uh, okay. all the, the accoutrement or, <laughs> you know, a CO2 system. Um, I have all of it from the original ADA set so that I go. bought wow. in 2000. Yeah. So back when there was still quality involved. (laughs) Oh, is that what we're talking about? Oh, you know, maybe, maybe that's the thing. I mean, I literally have all that stuff. I bought mine from 2004 to 2000. The glass is so thin now on all of these pieces because they're just cutting costs everywhere and everything's from China. But it's so thin that you can barely even move them. But the older pieces, you're right, they were a little bit more sturdy. I'll give you, you know that. The other, the other solution Interesting. That would be the other solution would be to make it so that when you take it off, it doesn't break it yeah. easily. So, in other words, what if there was a plastic adapter or a, oh, that yeah. would, right that would yep. be molded into the into the lily pipe, or, yep. and then also on the return line, so mm-hmm. you can screw it off or something mm-hmm. or snap it off, right? Yeah, that would be cool. Instead of having to like yank the thing off or heat it, <laughs> yeah. you know, yeah, heat it. Like, right. It's like it's the cockamamie way of getting stuff <laughs> to hit that. It's like, the work. That's we just cut it's the, the tube every time. You have to have like extra long lines. Or a disposable lily pipe. If they make them out of plastic, they're so cheap, you can just throw them away or whatever, you know. Yeah, so what I do, yeah, when I'm doing my maintenance, right, I'll pull the whole, like the diffuser off 
soak it in bleach and swap the other one on because you buy a new one yeah. for mm-hmm. like 10 bucks right and you don't have to worry about it so, exactly yeah it but the, the glass ones man they're precious they're just precious you don't want to yeah. touch them <laughs> you don't want to look at them once cross. they're on you're like you're like, I don't mind that here. I'll, a little bit of brown yeah, algae good. on it. It's, like, it's yeah, supposed to be green. <laughs> but why, why don't they make a black one to match the background? Of the I, don't or what? Ah. I don't know. Okay. Well, they do make stainless ones. Yeah, those are cool. Yeah. Johnny, are Johnny's trying cool. to convince me to go back and use hardware. And he's like, use stainless. You'll want stainless. Okay, yeah. I can't break it. No. Um, <laughs> now, well, you get an uh, award if you do. <laughs> exactly. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I figured out a way to break that. Last question of the day for you guys. This is from... Vicky of one of our one of my favorite towns to visit is Nashville, Tennessee. Oh yeah, um, great, great, great town. town, great barbecue, yeah, mm-hmm. great music. See now even I'm though, hungry. Even though we're quasi vegan, I like barbecue. Okay, so <laughs> what? Jen and yes. Ronnie and Scott. Oh, it's one for all of us. Hey guys, love the podcast. We got to put that in there because you know that's yeah. good. Well, of course. What is your favorite wood for aquascaping? <laughs> which one should I? Which one should we try that perhaps we haven't? Oh, I love it. Oh, new wood? No, no, there's a wood. Oh, okay. Trendy, new, whatever, new, old. Well, her answer is manzanita. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, I was going to say, you're done. Jim, you're done. <laughs> but, you know, I actually like the manzanita, but I don't like the um, the sandblasted manzanita. I agree with you. There's nothing natural about that. I'm no longer um, going to offer that because it looks good. Stupid. Yeah, yeah, it's dumb. Yeah. Um, I like spider wood, but it doesn't <laughs> seem to hold on as long. Um, it gets gnarly and dark, which is cool, though. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I, I have some of this new dragon wood and I'm not sure I'm a fan of it because it's also breaking down really fast. And that's the you know, problem with the heavy wood tanks is that you're just constantly chasing the degradation of the, the wood. Water gets, the water gets brown. Ew. <laughs> well, it's more just that it just <laughs> crumbles. I on, your, on the planet tank forums. They're like, oh, the ah, tannin stuff seeping into my tank. I'm like, you idiot. That's, it's an automatic tannin replenisher. You're great. This is great. Yeah. It's good. Yeah. No, but, but. You know, it's funny. You well, well, that's Johnny's question, but I want to make a point too. You said this drag. What'd you call it? Dragonwood. Dragonwood. Yeah. Well, I think okay, it's pronounced yeah, dragoon. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay, yeah, well, whatever. <laughs> no, kind I'm of kidding. Wood, yeah, whatever <laughs> kind of wood. It's like they have these stupid names. Yeah. And of course, as a vendor, you have to keep oh up. With this. Right. One guy will tell me, "Oh, it's tiger wood." No, yeah. it's it's obsessive wood. Yep. No, it's Pacific oh, it's the same with the rock. Yeah. It's wood. I'm sure. I don't know. Get the species of it, and right. that drives me crazy. Nope. Guarantee then... the wood didn't come from a dragon. No. What? No, yeah, you broke a myth. Come on, Johnny. <laughs> so the all problem right. is they all want to protect their source. So that's well, why they're not going to call it what it actually which is, is. Just stupid. It is you stupid. Know, I hate I'm that. Not disagreeing like, with that. I, you know that was one of the things I had to, when I first started tannin. Yeah, I came. I, I used goofy names for these things because yeah. of that, and I was like, yeah. I went, then I realized, Scott, you're an idiot. Just go to the, <laughs> just go to the scientific name, and yeah. you know what? And it's better for everybody. And who cares? Yeah. If somebody um, wants to travel in Malaysia to get to, their own, <laughs> right? If they want to go through all the trouble I did to get this right. stuff, go for it. Yeah. But no. But my question, um, uh, second question, you know, Johnny, same question, and then um, just a thought on uh, f- favorite wood. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I, I have a couple of different favorite woods for different purposes. For a planted aquarium, uh, it's okay because nobody's going to be able to buy it, so don't worry about <laughs> even looking for it. From this mountain, uh, like is, Siberia is the no is the original ADA black wood, oh, yeah. um, which which I have a I have a on loan for yeah. two years in my tank. <laughs> I, well, I yeah, I let you I let you use it. I have loan. a big old batch of that that <laughs> I got from a mono, and yeah, that that's was, the best. That's yeah, the best. Sure planted aquarium wood it works for black water aquarium that as well piece, it's just 
that piece was like, excellent. How old was that piece when you gave it to me in 2014 or something? It was probably 10 years old. You've had it. Oh, that's awesome. And I had a, and it still, leached, yeah. it still leached tannins into the water. Oh my gosh. That was that's rad. Great. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I got that wood in, uh, 2009. I had contributed, uh, an article to, uh, Aqua Journal mm-hmm. yep. and they sent that as a gift, oh, nice. Um, nice. Wow. which was a really cool gift, um, but Legacy. yeah, it was, it's really, really <laughs> cool stuff. Um, but, uh, you know, aside from that for, for Blackwater, I don't even know what you're calling the stuff right now, Scott. What um, is it? I, I don't know the name because it's, it's got some other stupid name. That's um, the problem. It's, it's, give me it's the dumb the... name and I refuse to use them. So well, well, we, have, we haven't even put it up on the site yet. It's a it's a light colored oh, wood. Um, yeah, I literally am going to call it tropical wood because I don't even know what it is. Okay, it looks like so. It looks like whatever that is. <laughs> the the new the new tropical wood that we have um available you know here shortly dear uh, wood exporters please yeah. give the species name yeah. that's on the uh the uh you know the usda uh yeah. sheet that you fill out because uh-huh. no one's gonna know anyway yeah it's not gonna ruin yeah. your market right i'd love to know what i'm selling so yeah the the, the tropical wood um yeah. that we're we're about to offer yeah. is it, it's it's beautiful it has a is a completely different look to it than anything else on the market um you know it's plugs in there i mean it looks at home in the aquarium it looks at home in a vivarium or paludarium um terrarium environment it also looks at home in a restoration hardware catalog it's better better, which is what we're molding ours right it's great still better yeah no it's good who doesn't yeah. like Mopani and why is that out of favor? I think because you don't get any height with it. It's usually so flat and so short and just long. It's difficult to aquascape with. That's my opinion. So, it's so, beautiful. You're wood shaming. I am yeah, wood shaming. Totally shaming because I love Mopani and I, I love it because everybody hates it. And that's why I'm like, there's got to be a reason why it's got to be used. In, <laughs> Mopani know, for the Mopani. rebel in you. <laughs> <laughs> there's our tech. That's what, that's what we take. That's great. Are you BA? Yeah. <laughs> Get no pony. Exactly. So we're gonna almost wrap this up, but I want to like uh, first of all, thanks everybody for stopping by again. And yeah. I want to, Jen. What, what's your? You're, we're gonna have to do this again, right, Johnny? Are you agree? We're gonna have Jen on. Again. No. Like, okay, she's done. You didn't pass. The you couldn't answer a single question. Well, we gave you softballs. Took more than forty-five minutes. No way. Yeah, we give you softballs all day, and you just swing and miss at them. So, I'm no, terrible. So I know. Yeah, go. No, but uh, what, what's what do you have upcoming? I know with like the show circuit, essentially uh, dormant. Are nothing. You doing yeah you're doing like zoom meetings like he's made me suffer through last week yeah so guapa has uh meetings every month great club um, by the way. a lot of fun i agree have johnny uh, on as a guest by the way okay he's amazing <laughs> don't sure. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you'll lose members that's awesome. Lose <laughs> That's the way. Um, so we're doing next month. Yeah, next month, July. We're doing because it's usually our summer barbecue. Um, we're doing a tank How's tour. That gonna work? It's not. Oh, cool. We're doing a tank tour, so we're gonna kind of like pass the baton through members who want to cool. just have people nice. walk through. The cool thing about yeah. Guapa is that we're so small still that we meet in people's homes. 
which is awesome because you get to see everybody's setups. Yeah. But, you know, every year we have the whole debate on the board. We're like, do we need to start renting a place? Like, no, but we're getting bigger. But no. So, yeah. You know what the nice thing about clubs is the culture, too. Like when I I lived for a year, a year and a half, I worked in uh, in a accordion business, design business in Connecticut. And I, mm-hmm. I got to know some of the people out there. I'm a California guy, so it was really traumatic for me to move out there. But, <laughs> like, you know, I, I did my time there and enjoyed it and met some cool people. But one of the guys was a member of the Long Island Aquarium. Yep. So it was a Long Island Killifish Association, one of those clubs, big yep. club. Yep. And he's like, he'd want to come to a meeting with me. I'm like, sure. So he picked me up and drove me, you know, to Long Island with the. And I'm sitting and there's all these really old guys there. And I'm yeah. like, okay, you know, cool. <laughs> These are old timer guys. I, I respect them. And they were, they were just sitting around talking and stuff. And this guy's, hey, I'm Rosario. Da, da, da. Uh, I'm like, let's Rosario Lacorte, one of the great all time. Yeah. Like, oh my God, dude, I have one of your books. Like, I was literally just hanging with this guy. It was Isn't that great? Godfathers of the hobby. And I was like, yeah. that's the beauty of clubs. Yes. It's the yes. network with these humble people that are yes. amazing that you look up to and you're like, wow, these guys have more talent on one finger yeah. than I will ever have. Um, 100%. It's so fun. You know, there's so many good people, and that's why I'm glad you really pushed the clubs, Jim, because it is important, the community, especially yes. now more than ever. Yeah, for sure. You know, for sure. And, and along that line, I got, I was so fortunate to live here um, and find Guapa because Guapa yeah. is, you know, heavy hitters, all of them yeah. almost. And you guys um, have a lot out there in the East Coast. We, really, we do. Just... Well, even specifically right here, because we've got mm-hmm. um, Chris Weinhold, Gazenberg, Gorey. Um, Aaron Talbot, who's kind of been quiet lately, but he's still, you know, been around for forever. Mm-hmm. Kevin, I mean, if you ever want to know anything about any plant, talk to Kevin and he'll shame nice. you about it and tell you you're an idiot and that nice. you're pronouncing From it our wrong. Kind of guy, our kind of guy. Yeah. And, and whether or not you can eat it in a salad. Um, That's even better. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> it's my favorite part. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, I just really, I fell into an amazing group of people by ac- cool. complete accident just because I happened to live here. So, I mean, I owe everything to them. That's honestly. Awesome. Um, yeah, so find a club. If you don't have yeah. one, start one. Do you, have, do you have any projects coming up that you're going to want to push here that you want to talk about? Or, no, because not really anything's happening. It's been such a strange year. Yeah, um, it really, really has. And, and the only thing, I don't know, I don't even have an only thing. <laughs> Just because we don't know if anything's happening. <laughs> There's no future. There's a black line. Yeah. So Johnny, like we, you, the oh, next I'm AGA sorry. convention is supposed to be in the spring in Chicago, but because, you know, there's no vaccine mm. and they're all saying no big gatherings, yeah. we're probably going to wind up um, postponing it, whether or not it's later in the year or just skip a year. Right. Uh, I don't know. But that's, I think, what's going to be, what happens for a while. Yeah. Okay. Well, Johnny, have anything, uh, anything coming up you want to talk about or you, uh, you good? Um, yeah. I mean, some shameless plugs. Uh, <laughs> nice. You know, uh, really, really excited. New Shade product is launching. Mm-hmm. Um, so really excited about that. Um, you know, not planted aquarium related, but if you want your aquarium, uh, the color of your coffee, uh, we, we got, we got, we got for you. you. <laughs> and so I'm really excited about that. Um, we've got new wood offerings that I'm excited about. I'm excited about uh, that. Sub, yeah. Substrates that are about to launch that Ooh. will grow plants. You will not, you will um, not recommend them for beginners? Okay. Cool. No. <laughs> These are expert, expert substrates. <laughs> They're not for the faint of heart. Substrate, Jen. Nice. Yeah. That for a bit. Nice. Yeah. I.e. cloudy water um, for a yes. while. Nice. Yeah. Uh, for yeah, and then I, I'm excited for um, you know some, some more terrarium projects, less less water, um, more botanicals, mm-hmm. and, and um, okay. uh, betas, 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 nice. betas. Oh, they're so big um, right now. 
Yeah. Yeah. So very the, it is so, so hot right now. <laughs> yeah, we're, um, yeah. We're gonna make so Dear Elite. You know I'm gonna get into so Danio's. Hot. I'm gonna I'm gonna <laughs> Danio's awesome again. That's that's my goal for 2021. Oh good. Danio. Please don't. No. Danio. No, please don't do us all a favor. Keep, keep them in the in the pet shop. Yeah. Okay. I would like to make some say make a comment before oh. we wrap it up. No, um, we're gonna wrap it up about the internet um, and Facebook groups. Um, yes. Because there's so many that are just damaging. Um, and I don't know how to recommend you find one that's got good information, but I mean, try to find one with people who are known influencers um, in the hobby and people that actually back their opinion with science, you know, every now and then. Yeah. Or experience um, for that matter. Yeah, yeah. Experience is another good one. Um, Cause I mean, I've taken it on as a personal project. I'm going to completely throw this group under the bus, but um uh, what's it nice. called? I love this. <laughs> yes. Low tech planted tanks group. It, I find to be particularly egregious, and I, you know, my, it's my personal project to pay it forward and go in there every day and try to the answer at least three different posts. Of the guest only, and not the opinions of the show. No. <laughs> <laughs> we still love you, low tech yes, planted exactly. tank guys. No, but no, but that's important. You're mentioning that, yeah, and it's it's just really. Honestly, for me, it breaks my heart to go into these groups. It is very difficult because I just am crushed by the amount of horrible information that these people are getting. And they're all asking the same question. And the, you know, the reality of today's Facebook groups is you can't search things like you used to be able to do in the forums. So it is difficult. And people ask the same questions over and over and over again. But there has to be some way that we can you know, put good information out there. So I think we yeah. often kind of take it upon ourselves to go in and do our time and, and try to, to write the ship of bad information out there. Cause it's, well, it's really I'll terrifying. Piggyback on that. I, I, I couldn't agree more. And so you don't get flamed by yourself Yay! and they can write me direct email. <laughs> um, I, I couldn't agree more. I think there's a lot of misinformation out there. <sighs> it's not doing anyone a bunch of you know, good, and, yeah. uh, you know, no, no favors done by spreading misinformation, no. um, or complicating the hobby. Right. Um, you know, I think this is the importance for having clubs. Yes. Um, yep. it, clubs are higher academia for Aquaria. Yeah. That's um, I think yeah, well, that they, they vet um, they vet individuals and um, they put the people that should be at the podium there. Yeah. And um, just because you can say it doesn't mean you're right <laughs> or that you should say it. So and, and regurgitating um, other third-hand information is not helpful uh, either, and that's, yeah. that's rampant. For sure, it's just it's discouraged so many people from trying. And that's that's the thing that gets me is they're getting all this bad information. They're just starting out, and they're going <laughs> to fail, and yeah. then they're going to quit, yeah. and we're going to lose potentially amazing hobbyists. Right. So I mean, to me, that's the biggest the biggest flaw with this new Facebook yeah. forum system. Yeah. I'm sorry. Get off my lawn. Um, <laughs> but you know, it's something we really, really need to, I think just kind of take upon ourselves to do better um, and, and really help think every for hobby, the future of the I mean, hobby. Yeah. Every hobbyist has a personal responsibility to share accurate information right. that they've learned from personal experience. And if they don't know, there's nothing wrong with saying don't know. Like, or don't on answer. This, on this blog, you'll never hear me answer a planet tank question because I don't know anything about plants. <laughs> I, I, I lean to you guys. But, right. but if you ask me about what makes leaves decompose and all like, I'll talk about that all day. Yeah, but you got that. I think, I think that the problem is people are uncomfortable saying I don't know. And I think yeah. in the hobby, we should be more welcoming of that and say, no, that's an awesome thing that you don't know. Yeah. 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 You're helping by saying that yeah. instead of hurting. Yes. You know, yeah. so there you go. Sorry. That's our 
That's my little sideline. <laughs> no, this is good. This is good. But Jen, it yeah. has been a pleasure to yeah, have you. Yeah, this is fun. Now, Thank you. We definitely are going to have you again if you can, uh, you know, handle oh, talking I to guess. us for another hour and a half. If I have think, to. Johnny, did you make the cut now? Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, I think okay. I think she made the cut. <gasps> um, <gasps> it was it was okay. <laughs> <laughs> she wasn't horrible. Was okay. Right. I it spent most okay. of the time rolling my eyes back in my <laughs> yeah, head. Exactly. But other than that, that's a good way to spend an hour in my Pilates workout or something. So we're good. So, Fantastic. No, thank you. Thank you so much for taking part of your afternoon. My absolute us. pleasure. And it was a lot of fun. And, and John, it was a blast. Usual, it was great. Excellent. And uh, again, thanks everybody out there for listening. Uh, and we're going to cut off rapidly. You guys, you know how when, when I end this, I just hit like end and it cuts you off. So sorry for the unceremonious goodbye. But yeah, to see you. <laughs> but everybody, thank you for spending part of your day with me. And we look forward to seeing you on the next installment of what? The Tint. The Tint. <laughs> the Tint. Right. John's like, I'm not going to say it. Okay. I'm not going to say it. Yeah, I'm not going to participate. Anyway, guys, Bye. thanks again. We'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.